This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It started as a trickle and now it is a steady stream of migrants crossing into Canada illegally at border points in Quebec and Manitoba. For instance, Roxham Road, a once unknown country road in Quebec, has become a kind of gateway. And at Saint-Bernard-de-la-Colle, Quebec's largest border crossing, normally the Canada Border Services Agency, sees between 10 and 20 claims a day. But last month there were 452 asylum seekers. In Manitoba, the RCMP announced that another 22 people were intercepted crossing the border near Emerson just this past Saturday night. This, as migrants and refugee claimants are increasingly uneasy about their status in the United States. So, two Conservative MPs, Tony Clement and Michelle Rempel, are calling on the federal government to act to stop the flow of people irregularly crossing the U.S. border into Canada. Want to know what you think? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Are you worried about this? But right now, Tony Clement joins me. Hi, Tony. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Libby. Good to hear your voice again. Okay. So uh, what exactly are you proposing? Well, look, uh, we've got a, a major issue here. There are people that are crossing the border, not at the border points. They're crossing farm going along rural laneways, as you, you mentioned. Uh, this poses a danger to them in sub-zero temperatures, for sure, at the claimant themselves, but it also means that uh, they are entering our country illegally because they're not, uh, they are not uh, going through our border points. Uh, this is a situation, as you mentioned, which is increasing uh, in numbers and will only increase further as the weather gets better. And we are asking the federal government, as the conservative opposition, to uh, to bring more resources to use for border security for the RCMP and uh, Canadian Border Services, and at the same time develop a comprehensive plan of how we're going to deal with this irregular crossing that's going on. Okay, uh, so uh, they're purposefully not using regular border crossings, and right. that has to do with the status of the United States as a safe third party. So what that means, if they, the law says that if, if they've gone to the United States first to make a refugee claim, they can't then turn around and make a refugee claim in Canada. Correct. So how does crossing at, a, at a, an irregular border point uh, allow people to get around this rule? Sure. So what's happening is there's a gap in the agreement between Canada and the U.S. Uh, on the safe third country. Uh, that uh, because the agreement only dealt with points of entry, it didn't deal with uh, the so-called irregular crossings, which were a trickle before. Uh, and now, of course, uh, this uh, this gap is being utilized by claimants who've already made a claim, 
refugee status, as you mentioned, in the United States. And, and let's be clear, the United States is a country that has rule of law. They have a judicial process uh, for uh, determining, adjudicating whether a refugee claimant has a valid claim or not. And so the agreement, which I believe started uh, after 9-11 under the Chrétien government, was that uh, we would recognize, just as they would recognize us, as being safe countries for those uh, claims to be processed and adjudicated. So I'm, I'm just what I'm not clear on is if they come in through these irregular border points, can they then turn around and make a refugee claim here, even if they already have one going in the U.S.? Yes. What's happening with the is what, they're they're on Canadian soil. Right. Uh, once once they cross the farmers' field, they're not at a point of entry where it can be processed uh, before they they are, cross the barrier into our land. They are all the honor. In their life, uh, that they have gone to Manitoba or uh, you know a small town in Quebec and and are you know lingering and and then the, the, you know they they claim status and they they require to be processed by RCMP or what have you so that they will be on border and according to the charges and you're here Tony you're breaking right. up you're breaking up so, uh, I'm I'm saying can you hear me now um yep. Yeah, so once once you cross into Canadian territory under our charter, you have rights, uh, you know, and so that's that's the process that they're choosing to use to make a second claim for a refugee status in our country as well as well as the claim they have in the United States. Okay, uh, so would you like? Uh, do you consider that a loophole of sorts? Do you want that closed? What again? What are you proposing? Sure. So two two things we're uh, conservatives are proposing. Number one, more resources for border agents and the RCMP to interdict this tide before it, they cross the boundary into our country. And number two, a plan, a, a better plan on how to deal with this because it's going to increase in intensity as the weather gets better. Right now, we've seen pictures of this, and what we've seen uh, is that when uh, these migrants are crossing at these points, uh, and there are police there or border border police, whoever is there, they actually help them. So you're suggesting sure. that the border crossing agents should actually not allow them in. Well, what happens is they're already on Canadian soil. When you when that photo that you see of the of the smiling RCMP officer, yeah. uh, they're already they're already in our country. So I guess my point is that's an irregular way to get to our country. There's lots of people waiting patiently, Libby, to get to our country using the legal processes. They they are making a refugee claim. They are getting that adjudicated. Uh, and, and, and there are you know, many tens of thousands who, who are using that process. Here's a way to, that these claimants have found to short-circuit that process and uh, you know, more or less get to the front of the line. So I think Canadians want to be compassionate. We are, we are compassionate people. We want refugees. We, we have 40,000 a year now that come in. That's not the issue. The issue is can you use illegal means to bypass that process and, and I think Canadians would say, no, you, you, you've, you've, we've got to be fair to the people that are using the proper channels to make their claim. Do you find it interesting or noteworthy, uh, you know, uh, the, the first uh, immigration ban that Donald Trump proposed uh, targeted seven particularly 
particular countries. But it seems that most of the people coming in are not from there. Most of them uh, appear to be African. Yes, Somali or, or what have you. I, I really don't know the connection there, Libby, to be honest with you. Uh, there's, uh, I guess, some are making the case that the USA is no longer a safe third country. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to process that. They, they still have courts that are independent of Donald Trump, uh, most obviously in the case of the executive orders being thrown out. Uh, uh, they have a, a well-established uh, adjudicative procedure to deal with refugee claimants. And uh, obviously, the Liberal government agrees. Uh, the, the immigration minister stood up in the House of Commons and said, we're not abrogating the third-party, uh, third, uh, third uh, safe country agreement with the United States. Uh, and they consider the United States to be uh, uh, an appropriate safe country. So there really is no uh, reasonable um, uh, argument to make that uh, these people, these uh, you know, uh, who are obviously fleeing unfortunate circumstances uh, are uh, in any way being treated unfairly by the United States of America. Well, it's it's interesting. Just a few minutes ago, uh, I saw news about uh, uh, the Trump uh, administration has revamped those travel ban rules, and they've, um, I guess, made it uh, quicker and easier to remove people. I, I haven't read it carefully. It kind of came in in a flash. Right. But right. but they, right. they have come out with new rules. They said they were going to come out with new rules. So uh, I'm assuming it, that yeah, means... In response to the, yeah. court, uh, the court decisions. So they are yeah. uh, the court system is working in the United States, saying, no, you can't do it the way that you did it, and forcing the U.S. administration to come up with something better. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's interesting to me the way this is playing out. I I would almost assume that someone or some people, organizations or lawyers who who serve that particular community, uh, figured this out, and that's why you see people from you know it. Uh, it seems to be. I mean, Africa is a big place, obviously, but that's mm-hmm. that's kind mm-hmm. of what it looks like. Is that somebody said, yeah. "Hey, wait." Look at this, and and that's why it's happening um, with uh, African migrants. But you know, right. for sure, I, 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 I wouldn't know, but I, but certainly the uh, the intensity of it and the numbers are are uh, off the Richter scale now, for sure. Well, I wouldn't say off the Richter scale, but well, get it. okay. Well, that's maybe that's. Do you uh, have do you have a total it, number? It, it's well, I think uh, it's in the hundreds now, whereas before, uh, you know. It would be in the dozens, so it's 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 a multiplier of what is usually expected uh, at this time of year. Okay, and, and there were there were thirty five just in one night in Emerson just over the weekend. Yeah, and, and so it, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it 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 definitely is a lot. So again, are you putting uh, you're calling on the government to do something? Are you uh, making that call in any official way or how? Yeah, I'll be I'll be in question period again today. I, I raised this issue last week, uh, and I uh, will raise it again in question period today for sure. Uh huh. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting in Quebec. I know that uh, border crossing services are saying, well, it it's a bit of a strain, but it's it's nothing they can't handle. Well, there's a letter from the Reeve of Emerson saying this is starting to be a strain on local resources and uh, calling on uh, the federal government to give uh, border uh, agents and RCMP more resources on this. So the, the, the calls are starting to happen. Uh, you know, look, our, our, our border personnel do an amazing job in, in difficult circumstances, and as does the RCMP. But we want to make sure they have the resources they need to deal with any large influx. And, and where do they go? So they're arrested, and are they... 
put in jail? Where where do they go? No, I mean, I think they're they're housed, and uh, so, again, there's a cost associated with that. I I don't think that that should automatically be the determining factor, but uh, it isn't free, let's put it that way. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So they're housed, and I guess in a small place like Emerson, that would uh, that would get difficult pretty quickly. Starting to be a be an issue for the local community for sure. Uh huh. And um, have you had a read from the government how they're responding to this? Uh, I believe that Ralph Goodale, who is the public security minister, uh, has just indicated today that he, he acknowledged there's an issue here. Um, and he does agree with me that uh, the law should be respected, which is uh, when he's the top, <laughs> the top lawmaker. I think that that's important uh, for, for him to say that. But again, um, I will be pressing him to come up with a plan. It's it's one thing to say the law should be respected; it's another thing to actually make sure that we can implement that. Okay, uh, Tony. Anything to say before we let you go and take a few no. calls? No, that's great. Uh, I'm sure your your uh, listeners will want to have their say, so uh, have at it. Okay, thanks a lot, Tony Clement. Okay, baby. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.